Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the new media show on this Christmas Eve. <laughs> hey, Rob. Good morning, and uh, and welcome to the show. Well, good morning, and 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 Merry Christmas Eve to you. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, yesterday morning, I had my trusty alarm clock, which is my iPhone, set to uh, wake myself up at five thirty to be ready to go, and. Uh, I don't know what happened. My wife denies turning it off, but uh, all I know is at 7.20 a.m. yesterday morning, I woke up. <laughs> it was it was Angelo calling, and he says, uh, are, are you supposed to be live? <laughs> yeah, Todd, and I told told everybody we had a technical difficulty. Yeah, yeah. What I didn't tell everybody is the technical difficulty was uh, Todd's alarm clock. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I and I run in here and this yeah I of course I don't have no hair to be wild hair but uh, and I was like oh no and I didn't see no text from you which I thought was odd so then I'm I called you I'm like uh, what do you want to do and it turns out you were having technical difficulty. <laughs> Yeah, I was with my camera. My camera wasn't working quite right. So. Yeah. So you're, you're, you call me up this morning and then you have, we have audio problems. So. Yeah. yeah. But you are looking, uh, if I can find the right button here, you are looking dapper this morning. The uh, the camera light oh, and everything's you. good. And we, we got the microphone thing. I'm the one that's a little yellow right now. I haven't got these new cameras quite right. I'm I'm not happy with the the ambient light in this way it's set up right now so there it's a it's not it, you know when you change cameras it takes a while to get them where you want them you yeah. know and uh i haven't got to that point where i've snapped a picture of the setting yet but uh it, it's just the, that's the part of doing video that where you don't even have to worry about that with audio audio you just like turn it on and hit the recorder and go you know you don't have to do yeah. all this extra stuff so, so and i'm yeah, I'm using a Logitech uh, C920 here for this one. So. Yeah, that's that's a that's a nice camera. I've got I've got one of those right here too. So I only yeah. use it for conference calls. But yeah, if you saw the, I think your cameras look better than my twenty seven hundred dollar cameras this morning. So <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that's the way it is. But anyway, everyone, uh, Happy New Year, uh, Merry, probably by the time you listen to this, Merry Christmas or thereafter, so I hope Santa Claus was good for everyone, and if you don't celebrate the holiday, well, holiday, happy holidays anyway, or whatever, I hope you had a nice three-day weekend, or whatever your uh, workplace allows, but uh, yeah. anyway, we're uh, we're here, as as prescribed, we've been a, we told you we'd put out a show, and we are, so, uh, you know, it's, uh, this week... I, I I will say this about December. You get a, just a little bit of breathing room. It's not the biggest month to launch shows. And although there's been a number that yeah. have launched, but, you know, it's like my support team. I've had, we, I always have taskers for them to do when they're not supporting. And they've actually had like a few extra hours here and there to, um, to do some of those taskers. So December, we've, you know, it's a little bit of calm before the storm because I know in January, <laughs> it'll, it'll be on like Donkey Kong. People will be, uh, will be firing new shows and all kinds of stuff in the month of January. But uh, December's not a big new show launch month, although we're getting a few. Yeah. 
I don't know. It feels like the last few years that it's, it's a little slower during the holidays, uh, as far as with podcasting goes. I mean, as far as listeners and things like that. Yeah. I think in the past, I think we made the recommendation to crank out a lot of content during the holidays because a lot of people had extra time to listen. But I mean, are you actually seeing your numbers actually be strong during this holiday period or, well, or is there, or what's the pattern? Typically, the the start of the up ramp is tomorrow, so uh, gotcha. you know, leading up to you know, it, it's it's about normal. But uh, typically, from tomorrow through the end or mid January is usually a big tick up. We'll see this year if it follows if it follows trends. But that you know, new everyone's got new shiny devices, and yeah. every, everyone's got a few extra days to lay around and look at their phones and decide on, you know, it's also New Year's resolution. So people are thinking, okay, am I going to improve my business? I'm going to improve my health. So they're going out looking for shows that are specific yeah. to that. So, you know, that's what the folks, if you do a health show, I mean, this, this is not the time to take off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah, it's, it's, it, you know, yeah. it's a good time to have that series start where you're talking about how to lose weight and all that other stuff. So everyone's, you know, in, in the mode to do that. Yeah, it's true. And then it kind of, kind of fades off, um, after a couple of months though. Right? Yeah, 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 it does. <laughs> but I will say that, uh, I am, you know, still sitting at about 40 pounds weight loss at this point. And, uh, wow, that's great. Yeah. So I don't know. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do for, uh, 2018. I've, you know, I'm sitting right now at about 185 and I want to be re really, my goal this year was 175, but I missed but, uh, you know, I've also said that I was not going to, I wasn't going to push, I was going to eat what I wanted to eat and then just still exercise, you know, and, and eat with, you know, pushing the plate away a little early. And uh, so I know in January, I'm going to start lifting, I'm going to start lifting weights. They say that will help. Mm -hmm. But uh, even my daughter said yesterday, she said, you know, even though you're not losing weight, I think you're. I think your your gut's still going down, so I'm probably putting muscle on, and and losing uh, losing fat at the same time. So, um, it's been a benefit for me. This has been an incredible year for health wise. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great accomplishment, Todd. To we could, just keep chipping away at that. And, and, you know, and you you don't you like you're perpetually skinny. You never have to lose weight. I think you get to eat what you want, don't you? Well, I'm. I'm really tall, so all that weight gets stretched out. So um, I'm I'm oftentimes a lot heavier than you think I am, just just because I'm a string bean. Well, so. of course, you got that that all that mass to fill. So <laughs> <laughs> you know what are you six seven six eight something like that? Yeah, yeah, I'm six seven six eight. Yeah, I'm, so you know you got a whole probably I'm probably thirty pounds <laughs> or probably 25 pounds heavier than I should be. So. so you're, you're, you got a whole foot more of body mass to fill. So, you know, that's, that's, right. that's, that's like, uh, that's like yeah. 50 pounds. It's cheating. <laughs> it's cheating is what it is. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, you know, and I, and I, for me, you know, I have a family of heart disease and, you know, I was fighting the diabetes piece and, you know, my sugar was up and, so for me that, you know, I, I had to make a life change because if I didn't, you know, I'd be walking down the street and stroke out. Now I still might, you know, but, 
At least I will I will have attempted to uh, push the needle a little further to the right, you know? Yeah, that's true. That so, is true. But it's anyway. all you can do in this life. I know. Yeah. Speaking of health shows, I think we were doing a health show there, weren't we? Yeah, we were. And I'm encouraging, you You know, podcasters can get fat because we sit behind the mic. You know, we spend, spend yeah. so much time in front of our computers. So, you know, for those of you that are a little older like me, you know, get Get out on the treadmill, you know, get out there and do something. Um, yeah. And I've had a lot of my, I've had a lot of my fans join me on my show with this weight loss thing, Rob. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've got a whole bunch of people that are said that, you know, what I have done is motivated them to, I never thought I would motivate someone to go to the gym. That's, that's (laughs) those that know me for the past 30 years. That is not a, you know, that, that, that's not a thing. So, um, so you know, well, I you, think you sharing that, that, that journey of going through that, right. And what, what you experienced on your show. So you mainly probably talk about that at the beginning of your show. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, but that's been your pattern. I think your audience is yeah. kind of expects that now. And right? I hadn't so, shared the diabetes yeah. piece until late. You know, I, I, I was, I wasn't really proud of that. So I kind of kept my mouth shut on that for a while. I, that was something yeah. I kept to myself. But now that I outed myself and said, listen, this type two diabetes thing is, you know, here in Hawaii, it's epidemic and, uh, it's preventable, you know, largely preventable. And you just gotta, you just gotta get rid of the fat. You know, that's, that's the thing. You know, type two diabetics are producing a lot of, di- uh, uh, insulin, they're just not processing it. You know, yeah. that's the problem. You don't have a, you know, type ones, that's a whole different situation. Their, their pancreas has quit producing insulin. Type two yeah. diabetics, which makes up the majority, are producing lots of insulin, but it's just the body's not processing it. So, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, the goal, here's the goal, Rob, is to get off this shit, get off the prescriptions. Oh. You know, because, you know, when you, once you're off the prescription, anything you have to put in your body is not good. But anyway, I'm preaching here. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. We can talk about whatever we want to talk about. Yeah. This is our Christmas episode, right? That's right. <laughs> Did you get yourself anything for a Merry Christmas? Did you buy your own Christmas present? Well, Todd, the honest truth is in my life, every day is Christmas. So <laughs> it's it doesn't really matter. <laughs> can get whatever I want. So I usually get what I need. Right. So yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I don't. Yeah. And I feel fortunate. I'm, I'm fortunate. And so, yeah, in that regard now, what it, my wife is, so she's been bugging me for an Apple watch. Well, she's been hinting. So I had a, I went from an Apple one, to Apple two. And I, and I'm like, I'll buy you a watch. You know, you want an Apple watch? Let's get you a watch. Or you just go buy yourself one. Don't have to ask me permission. All right. That's all I have. I'm like, go buy yourself a Christmas present. Yeah, I'm not the gatekeeper here, you know? And That's exactly right. So, yeah. you know, I'm, and, and, you know, you get the credit card. So go knock yourself out, right? And uh, she uh, she just took my Apple One and, and started wearing that. Well, I don't know, long story short, my son ended up with it and then something happened and the back popped off it. He's got to take it to Apple Care, and it's, it's part of a recall. The battery expanded. But anyway, he'll get that fixed. But so she's bugging me. Bugging, so yesterday or day before, 
she doesn't know she's getting it yet. I was in uh, I was in Best Buy, and I was there to pick up something. I, you know, I was looking for. You know, did you know it's almost impossible to buy Apple ad- adapters? They're always sold out. I go every place I go. The Apple. This is the a problem with Apple right now. You can't buy adapters. They, they're everyone's sold out, and it, it's every store you go into, their shelves are empty with the Apple adapters. But that's a whole different situation. So I, of course, I walk by the Apple watches, and I'm like, hmm. And I'd asked her before, which one do you want? You know, and she said, I just want the plain Jane one or the band. And I'm like, okay, band is uh, buying a band is like buying a purse. Guys, don't do it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> fellas don't don't buy yeah. your wife a purse all right and uh or it's going to get taken back the uh yeah save that gift it's necessarily a bad problem i mean that's... well they switch it out with something else yeah yeah <laughs> so at least you gave them something and that's that's right. at least a check box right right, you, right. You checked off a box yeah yeah so anyway i i got an apple watch with a with a, I got her the, she didn't want the one with the LTE in it. So I basically got her with the one with GPS and it's got a white band. And I'm sure that'll be the first thing she'll buy is another band. But yeah, you know, it's, it's, and those actually, I'm surprised. I, cause I always buy the little nicer one, glossy one. So it's, you know, the price tag goes up. And I had tried to encourage her to get something a little more stylish. She said, nope, I need just a plain Jane aluminum one. So I don't know, 350, something like that with Apple Care for another yeah. 50 bucks. So uh, the Christmas present is hid on top of the cabinet up there. Let me, I, let me see if I can actually do this. You know, hiding in plain, uh, plain sight here. You guys get to well, see part of you get to see a so part of the gadgets. See, you can see it up there. It's, oh yeah, yeah, it's on the top shelf, stashed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Speaking of. Uh, uh, boy toys a camera that's remote controlled right yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and actually they're designed so i can actually do something like this and they'll actually move on their own but i don't have them programmed to do that yet Uh, yeah yet interesting yeah you gotta get the gotta get them dialed in first but otherwise that's yeah she's so she's getting an apple watch for christmas but so can you now play podcast directly on your watch now? Is that how that works with that new LTE version? If you, yeah, the new LTE version is just like having a cell phone. So, I of course, I think you can still do it with the regular watch as long as you're hooked to the phone. Yeah, you know? tethered to the phone. But, yeah. yeah, but but I guess in the new one, you don't have to have a iPhone tethered to it. And right? I guess. I don't know, but I didn't get her that version. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they're a lot more expensive. Too, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So, but uh, so that's you know that's that's what goes in her Santa Claus. Uh, oh, that's what Santa Claus is going to deliver. <laughs> so, but anyway, that you know, it's you know, I, I and I hate to say it, I'm pretty. Uh, do you find yourself going through like like Thanksgiving? We got the we picked up. We don't get the newspaper, but we picked up the newspaper that had all the ads in it. And I find myself just going through and like, eh, eh, eh. Yeah. I don't find myself really seeing anything that I need or want or, you know, and plus doing a tech show, I get sent so much stuff. I haven't bought a laptop in years. <laughs> really? Yeah, People yeah. send you laptops? Yeah, send me laptops. Days? Yeah, Dell. Dell is the, about every 18 months they send me a laptop to review and, um, 
and I get to keep it. The only bad thing is I get to, it's, it's a taxable event when I keep something like that. So, um, you know, they, they actually send a W2 or actually, a you know, they, they submit that to the IRS. So it's, um, yeah, you just, it's, yeah, laptops and all kinds, you know, usually it's junk, not junk, but, you know, cheap stuff, um, you know, $40, $50 items, but. So how goes the, the planning with uh, CES? Oh, uh, how's that coming along? You know, every year there's one thing and uh, right now I'm missing one of my microphone transmitters and you know, that's not a cheap, that's not a cheap item. And, uh, I'm like, I can't find the stupid thing. I've, I've got two of the three and I am pounding my head against, I've tore this, this office has gotten gutted trying to find that thing. And I, I, I think I've lost it. I, I just, I, I knew I used it sometime this year and I knew which bag I used for the event and it's not in that bag. And I'm just like, so, uh, it's, it's not a good sign. So I probably will be, uh going on it's a little older model so i'll probably be going on ebay and looking for one because uh um or buying a whole new set it's like 700 bucks for for the kit you know and they don't normally separate the kits so that's the only thing i can't find everything else i'm i've packed out and we ship on the 29th so you know five days from now i actually what yeah is that whatever day's friday I go to FedEx and send the load of stuff to CES. And then there's stuff that's coming from my mom's place in Michigan. I've got some stuff stored there. And then all the banners and uh, and pull-ups and all that stuff is coming out of Columbus. So I store and we keep all the branding stuff at uh, the Raw Voice office. So, yeah, we're I'm ready to rock and roll here. It's, it's going to be big. It's I'm booked, completely booked. Tuesday, our schedule is full. Wednesday, I think I've got like maybe 22 or 23 interview spots left. I've turned away more than 50% of companies that have asked to interview this year. And so we're going to, yeah, we're going to have a full, full, full schedule before we even get to Vegas, which normally happens. I usually about, about the second or third, we will be fully booked. And then we just, we pick everybody else up on the floor. So it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. To, to get all these folks booked and review and you have to go look at their websites and make sure that, because you know, what you're trying to do is you're trying to comp- uh, have 10 hours of compelling com- uh, content at 15 minutes at a shot. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, then you're trying to figure out where they fall out in the stack and then leave. Because what ends up happening too is I leave, I leave uh, some holes. I reserve some spots because we will be on the floor and find something so cool that they never heard about us. We'll send them straight to the broadcast area, but this year we're going to, we're working with live view and live views. We're going to be able to live view from the floor, send that video back to the studio and then pipe it in. So we're going to actually be able to do man on the floor this year, along with broadcast. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. We'll see how well it works, but, uh, yeah, it's, that's something new for this go round and, and we'll be able to, we'll be actually be able to broadcast from anywhere in Las Vegas if we want to. That's great. Yep. That's fantastic. So I, I read online that, uh, General Motors is supposedly adding podcasts to the dashboards of about a million cars. So what is the, 
in which so what is their integration plan who are they who are they working with Have they, did they say no it's just a, they weren't very specific in the article that i'm seeing but it it looks like they're uh offering kind of two levels i mean and this is what we had thought i mean most are getting access through their their phones you know into the car mm -hmm. uh, as far as the connections to the internet, uh, but I guess they're doing a OnStar 4G, uh, on, on, I think it's LTE service also in some of the cars. Yep. So, so the OnStar folks have always had kind of a kind of a data connection with the cars anyway. Mm -hmm. So I guess it wasn't a, a big leap for them to get into delivering content to the car. Um, but yeah, they're not really saying what what brands of cars or anything like that, but, um, they're, they're adding podcasts. I don't know what the scope, um, of the content is going to be. They do mention in the article that they've partnered with eight media companies, including Fox sports, people magazine and the New York times, uh, don't know the other five companies, but, uh, this is, this is from the article. Um, but it doesn't say if they're working like with stitcher or they're working with, any of the other, you know, brands out there that are offering podcasts. So, um, it could be just, you know, like what we've seen with some of the, the newer providers that they, they tend to just kind of, kind of cherry pick content mm -hmm. and then they, they use the term podcast. Well, we add podcasts, but if you really go look, there's only a couple hundred shows or something like that. So right. it's, uh, that's, that's the typical mistake <laughs> that new people into the podcasting platform business make about this, this particular medium, you know, some wind up opening it up, uh, to, to more and some don't, it just depends, you know, I mean, like we're seeing it today with, with many of the newer platforms coming in, they, they tend to just think that, uh, you know, this scarcity model is what they need to be continuing to, to play in, even though that's a little inconsistent because a lot of these, kind of music platforms, what I'm referring to, will have 40, 50 million music tracks in there. But when they think about podcasts, they maybe add a thousand or something. You know, it's like it it doesn't really make a lot of sense. Well, it's, uh, in, in my opinion, they're just hurting themselves because they, they build up hate and discontent in the space. You know, it's the have and the have nots. So, yeah, it's, it's a real yeah. issue out there right now. And, um, yeah. So we'll see what I happens mean, in the new year. Yeah. I mean, you would hope that they would, you know, these companies would study the market a little bit and try and get a better idea of what platforms are actually succeeding out there and what they're doing around content. And those are not difficult things to discover, you know, or find out about if you have any interest. <laughs> so, you know, so for those of you that are listening out there, you can hire the Robin Todd Consulting Company. And for a very low price, we will uh, actually talk to you on the phone for about uh, 30 minutes and, uh, and, and help you get your priorities correct. <laughs> Why would they want to do that? They, they just tune into this show every week. Yeah, right? well, <laughs> that's a problem. They're not tuning into this show. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. That is true, I would say. 
So, uh, you know, I think anyone that listens to this show, they, they know where you and I both stand uh, pretty pretty easily within a few minutes of any topic almost. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be interesting this next year, 2018, if we want to talk about, you know, things that I think that are coming in 2018. I think it's uh, a stronger effort on the part of Google um, to to build audience on their massive uh, Android platform. That's so, a problem, Rob? I, yeah. Oh, it is? It's a problem that's 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 getting solved. Okay. what I'm saying. It's not, it hasn't <laughs> been a problem for uh, – for our team for at least three years. I know, Todd. I know. Yeah, but we're... you're the exception, not the rule. So. Yeah. So, you know, for we don't have a problem with the growth in Android. Matter of fact, uh, my personal podcast is about 35% Android. So, you know. No... Well, mine is too. Mine, mine <laughs> is the Apple is not the number one um, platform that's listening to my speaker live show. It's Android. Huh? Yeah. I, I agree with you. So it's, but, you know, a lot of podcasters, again, some of you that are listening still don't promote Android on your shows. So I yep. saw something that was a, someone sent me and it, it, and it was a Facebook message. Let me see if I can find it. It was, it, it was kind of funny. It actually wasn't funny. It was, uh, it made the podcaster. Oh, come on now. All right, let me try this one. Uh, Okay, so let me go get the message. And I won't out who it was. Let's see here if I can find it. Da, 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 da. All right, right here it is. So his listener. Um, okay, here is the feedback to this guy's show. And, what I, and this was someone that, uh, a listener to a podcaster. I would like to start out by saying I enjoyed the podcast. I can definitely see where it could be useful on the topic itself of how to increase your podcast audience. Well, I think like I think that you, like so many other podcasters, ignore the fact that only half the people use iTunes and have iPhones. The other half use Android phones and use other apps such as Google Play Music, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, or any number of apps. You need to concentrate on more than just the iTunes community. You alone are not guilty of that also. So you know, when I search for a podcast, since I do not drink the apple Kool-Aid, my results are not truncated. I can search through many pages of results. I didn't send the comment, but that's about exactly what I would have said. So this podcaster got this feedback and I had talked to him (laughs) the same thing. You're not promoting... uh, Android on your phone, on your on your show. So at least he had a listener that essentially shotgunned him in the face a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He said he said very interesting to hear about a non Apple fan take on podcasts. Sometimes thought you might find it interesting. I said, of course, he knew, and he had a big smiley face there, you know, on the on the on the message. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a good question. Why aren't more people promoting on Android. I, I mean, is it just because they're all pretty much just third-party apps, and the, and that's the big difference, I guess. Because it's, the uh, unless oh, I see here, I'm gonna. Uh, all right, I'll just say it. Unless they're using something that gives the 
listener the ability to one-click subscribe to a podcast, as simple as it is in Apple Podcasts, they don't know how to tell people to subscribe. They have to go through, well, you need to download the app, and then you need to search for my show. Okay. Yeah. It's not as simple as the is the the Apple ecosystem to communicate it how to get to it, right? But it is. <laughs> yeah. But it is. Well, it it can be. It can You're be. Right. Yes. Can be. And just yeah. all you have to do is copy a little embed code and put it on your website, just like you do on. Uh, you know, if you don't, if podcasters don't want to support Android, I'm like, <laughs> okay, more listeners for me. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Just, just right here. Right here. Yeah. Go, go, go ahead. This way. Yeah. Right here. Right here. <laughs> you know, if you, it's just, you know, it's pretty simple. You know, let's, let's, uh, let's, let us demonstrate, you know, so yes. the new media show. Let me, let me bring the, see if I can push the right button here. Five, six. So there's this little thing on, on the side of the, Website here for those of you watching it says on Apple Podcasts on Android by email go Google Play on Android. Hmm. If I have a mobile phone and I click that, what does what happens? Well, if you don't have an app, it's going to take you to a, a site that's going to give you the opportunity to to load one of thirteen apps. Then once you load the app, forevermore, someone clicking on that button will have the same experience as Apple. But you know, it's it's okay. If you don't want to have a button like that on your site, it's perfectly fine. You just go ahead, lose. I'll just say it, loser. <laughs> so, Todd, uh, go back to that screen again. So, what happens when a person clicks on the Android button there versus what happens when they click on the Google Play button? What's the what's the difference in the experience? Uh, I would leave that to you to try. The problem with the Google, mm. I would leave that for you to try. Yeah. Okay. And it's you know it's. Oh, I've got a visitor here. Don't you're not allowed up there. You need to go. <laughs> I got a cat that is. A, he wants on the show. Uh, no. Uh, not crawling across the keyboard. Oh. He'll be switching the show. That's what he'll be doing. The keyboard is I've, I have removed the 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 vit, uh, the little criminal from the scene here. He, <laughs> no, he wants it, to be your producer. Todd. Yes, he does. Or it's actually a she. But a uh, she. yeah, but you know, I I think what it really boils down to is giving people options. You know, if they want to listen to Google Play, fine. But it's not the same experience. And and be honest with you, the Google Play podcast experience is very, very poor. You know, I'd almost say go listen on Stitcher versus listening on Google Play. <clears throat> you know, so it's, you know, sadly, that's that's the truth. And the Google team knows that. Yeah. I did notice that the Stitcher team is looking to hire, uh, hire some more developers. Yeah. So I don't know what they have uh, on, the, on the docket. Midroll is also advertising for a production coordinator. Yeah. So where, where are they where do they want them? I don't. I, maybe they work from home. I don't know. But you know, that's that's you know that's something I don't think I'll ever be advertising. I don't think we'll ever be advertising for a production coordinator. I don't want to be in the content business. Yeah. 
but certainly there's a lot of a lot of jobs that are popping up out there a lot in the podcasting yeah, business. Yeah, there's a lot. But starting we did, to employ people. Yeah, yeah. so I, I wasn't really familiar with this guy, but did you hear about this podcaster that passed away, Podcaster Combat Jack? Oh, yeah. I, I, I wasn't that familiar with him, but I have heard of him before. Yeah, I, and, and I'm not even, it's this loudspeakers network, I've never heard of them either. So there are so many little podcast oh, yeah, networks. Yeah, I've talked to them before. They've got a pretty pretty popular network. There's mm. a lot of a lot of good size shows there. I think they're actually represented by Midroll, I think. Mm. So, well, also uh, a, a podcast called Another Round is left BuzzFeed. So that's interesting. So it's people moving around and and leaving. BuzzFeed has a yeah. huge number of shows. So yeah. But, and then uh, this is this is this is the time of the year for uh, the best of lists mm-hmm. uh, podcasts and people's forecasts for podcasts and there's been some that have come out here, um, especially on the kind of the public radio side of the fence and they're they're always amusing to read. There's a brand new uh, a clip sharing service out too. So I don't know if you heard about them. It's called Pod Clipper, and it, Pod I, yeah, and I had to laugh because this is just kind of a. I guess they didn't study what happened with uh, another clipping service that went by the wayside as well. Yeah. So, you know, it's like one goes away and another one says, "Okay, let's let's give it a try and see what happens here." But uh, <coughs> let me see if. But well, it, Todd. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'm on it right now too. So try a sample. It says make your podcast social, sociable. I think so, is what they said. So they're they're actually, I, I guess they're doing audio transcription as well. What is the price on this thing? Holy cow! Holy cow! Okay, so for twenty nine dollars a month, you can do unlimited sharing up to three episodes monthly. For $49 a month, you can do unlimited sharing with up to eight episodes monthly. Wow. $49? Have have they looked at the price of podcast hosting lately? Fully hosted. So all you're doing is sharing clips, right? Yeah. So they must be doing... Oh, and you have... You also have to supply transcripts. Really? Oh, so they're not doing any of that? No. So they, you, oh my God. So you have to provide transcripts too. So not only you have the cost of doing your show, doing transcripts, you got to pay for this. Uh, Okay. Just to cut and paste some text. All right. I don't think they talked to the Rob and Todd podcast consulting services. (laughs) Well, Todd, (laughs) speaking of this, this seems to be kind of like a trend. There, there's a bunch of companies coming out with this kind of service, and and supposedly Apple buying that audio search company um, from, but not necessarily, this, not necessarily, uh, yeah, but not necessarily for podcast. I, I know. Well, that's what everybody was all hyped up about about Swell a few years ago too, right? Right. right? Buying Swell so Apple could have this 
new discovery engine because everybody's trying to solve the discovery problem. Mm-hmm. Um, then <laughs> crickets, crickets. You know, and and I think back then we told everybody that that was an accu hire because they were looking for all all those PhDs on machine learning, mm-hmm. and um, there was nothing that ever changed with the Apple platform because of the Swell acquisition. Um, and it does kind of beg the question about this audio search company too that they acquired. Like you said, it, I I just I, I'm just not convinced that people want to do in content search. There's a, I'm actually going to, I got an, let me see if I can find it. Uh, there's a company that is going to be at the Harmon Cardone booth at CES that asked to be, asked to do an interview and I couldn't find him as a vendor. So I was basically like, Hey, you're not a vendor. I can't have you on the show. And there's a new, this, and I don't know if they've actually launched and I got to I got to bring up my schedule. I'm sorry I don't have it loaded in front of me. Uh drive. And if you guys actually want to see what my I'm on am I in the right account? Yes, recent. I see here I'm really prepared. All right. I'll let you guys see a little bit behind the secret sauce here. Um, let me find it. Audio, audio, audio. Okay, there it is. Um, all right, so let me give you guys a peek. I'll show you my. This is my schedule. This is how our schedule is set up. Can I drag this down? There we go. Five, six. So here's my schedule. Here's my planner. <laughs> That's how we write people in for our oh, interv- for CES. For CES, yeah. yeah. So the company's called Audio Burst. And uh, let me see if I can bring it up. Audio. And they have, um, it's at audioburst.com have never heard of these folks ever and of all places i they asked to basically be on the show so they're doing a again it's it's audio search and um so they i actually saw their search engine maybe i'm not supposed to show this but let me they didn't say anything about um well let me come back here they didn't say anything about embargoes, so let me find their uh, their email. And I can actually show the interface because I was testing it. Let's see here. Da, 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 da. Oh, lovely! Come on. Well, Todd, I can't remember. Did we ever talk about that audio? Um the, the audio tech to text um, service that was doing audio editing. Did we ever talk about that? Yeah, I think we talked a little bit. Did we? Okay. I was drawing a blank on that. Now, which browser am I in? Why am I getting my butt kicked here? Oh, you. you, you. <laughs> That's not going to work. All right. What is the code? 
It's just um, this addition, additional authentication stuff. Oh. Yeah, you know how they... Two-step authentication. Yeah, and of course the browser decides uh, in the morning I'm trying to find something to to force me to do this. All right, I'll find their app. There we go. See, we haven't filled out an application. And, um, oh, okay, so that, duh, that would have been easy. I should have knew that, so let me go up here to the browser again. All right, so if you want to try this, search.audioburst.com. So let's type in, yeah, let's try Rob Green. And for those of you that are listening, so the first thing it comes up, it auto it auto plays, and it says faces the murder charge and death of a fifteen year old. <laughs> That's what came up for Rob Greenley. All right, let's let's see what's happened for Todd Cochran. And they they say on their site, this is the premier place to search podcasts. Really? Yeah. So Todd Cochran, what do we find for Todd? Oh, sorry. We couldn't find any burst on this search. All right, so let's let's do a new let's do a new search. Um Oh, and there's something down. What is this? Podcaster Pro. RSS-based automate audio transcription online free. Oh, I don't know if this is Oh, so we're we're finding all kinds of goodies here. So, let me search for um Oh, where did it go? Let's find. Let's try. Let's try new media show. And what do we find? Democrats Gene Robinson and NBC discuss on NBC Meet the Press. Wow. So there's nothing about the new media show in the search engine. It's all sports stuff. Uh, let Let me try Geek News Central. As I say, on, I say you're listening to Geek News Central every time. What do we have this time? Okay, so Mike, Amazon Christmas discuss on the. So which episode is this? So they did find something on me on, on my show name. Let me click on this. Okay, so it some sort of fifty-two second clip. I don't know, Rob. Uh oh, your your audio's gone. Yeah, you all of a sudden you you were talking and we weren't hearing you. Okay. Well now you're back. Yeah. I I typed in the word uh, podcasting into the box. Yeah. And uh it didn't come up with any results. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know if this guy was planning on me, uh, you know, going through his, you know, his site today, but um, I'm scheduled to interview him for 15 minutes. Actually, the F5 guys aren't staying their time slot at CES, so. <laughs> uh, all right, go. Let's see You'll here. You'll spend all your time on that. Yeah. I'm not going to be spending any time on that, on this stuff. You know, because... Uh, is is this is this something? Let's is podcasters. Is this something that's important to you? 
I'm I'm serious. I'm I'm just where where are these companies getting their thought process to put their energy into this? Yeah, where's it coming from? Where where are the, what problem are they trying to solve, Todd? That's yeah. that's the question that I'm asking. Um, you know, why is it necessary? You know, but it's it's just like you know, there's 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 this search engine out there. It's not really well known. It's um it's not well known at all. It's you know this little thing that uh, dogpile.com is that it, the one you're talking about? Yeah, you know, and it it starts with a with I'm a serious. It starts with a, a G, and it's, and it's got this word name called Google. And oh, yeah, that yeah, one. I yeah, it was yeah. Dogpile. I thought it was Dogpile. And 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 I search for geeknewcentral.com. It's amazing. Uh, geeknewcentral.com. Oh. My iTunes listing. Uh, my listing on Crunchbase, um, my TuneIn listing. Oh, there's a whole bunch of Twitter stuff. What else? Oh, my Facebook page. Oh, oh looky there. My Blueberry listing, uh, YouTube. Okay, what, what else do I have? Well, let's go to page two. I got my Twitter listing. I've got my Stitcher listing. Oh. Hmm. Uh, my Podchaser listing. Oh, let's just search for Rob Greenley. What do we have for Rob Greenley? Yeah. But Todd, it's not fair comparing against Google. Oh. It's not. It's not fair. So you know what is there? Tw- okay, I bet you if I go to page seven in Google results, it's still going to show you. I bet you. Yeah. Let me go to page oh, yeah. seven. Yep, page seven. Okay, let's go. Let's go to page eleven on Google. No one go. Hey, Rob, <clears throat> still listings for you on page eleven. Let's go to fifteen. Yeah, yep. eh, we're getting a little thin. Okay, but. How how do these think? How do they think they they got to match up, right, or even compete? Yeah, I, yeah. I just and if you're writing good show notes, you can have your episodes indexed. Yeah, you don't really have to on these I mean there's no way these companies are going to compete with Google and if Google saw value in doing this they would have done it years ago right and actually they did and a lot of people don't realize it that uh, early on Google um, had an audio search um, section but guess what they dropped it <laughs> so years I, I- ago and I just wonder if these company here's this company they're going to be hanging out with the Harmon Cardone folks, so obviously someone over there, you know, has some semblance of idea something is going on, and you know, and I have a Harmon Cardone Cartona speaker here, all right, yeah, it's beautiful, but <sighs> Cortana, yes, yeah, Cortana. But I, I, yeah. So you know, I'm lucky. He probably that person's lucky. I'm not doing the interview because I'll be asking some hard questions. Now the F5 guys might, <laughs> might, you know. And there's nothing worse than having a, a demo where you, you basically because we will be able to load the website right there in the studio, and we will we will try some searches. You know, we we do this all the time. So if you if you're launching a company. <laughs> 
And you've been asked to be interviewed and you're going to do a demo. It better work. <laughs> hey, Todd, it, even, even a site called dogpile.com has better results. Oh, does it? So, it go to dogpile.com okay. and type in new media show. Woof, woof. Dogpile. <laughs> Man, there. Hey, Rob, their interface. You know it. This. Hey, folks. This is styling. Look at this thing. This is straight out of the eighties. I mean, this. Eighties. Uh, <laughs> no, nineties. Okay. Yeah, this is a nineties design. It, it, why? Yes. Huh. And it kind of looks Yahooish almost. Yes. It does. <laughs> now, what you're looking at here is what's called. This is an old term that most young people in this space will never know. It's called a meta search engine. Right. This is a search engine that searches other search engines yep. to find results. Mm -hmm. So it's not a it's not a commonly actually this search engine is actually a Seattle based company. Um, so I just brought them up because they have an amusing name, but it gives you a little bit of a glimpse of you know even a unknown search engine does better than these audio search platforms. Although they do have a link to NMX Live, which is no longer in existence. They still have an index of that. But yes, yeah. and, you know, and I, yeah. it's yeah. true, you know, so. Yeah. Now, if you have, if your name's John Smith, I'm sorry. You know, uh -huh. you, you're going to have trouble being indexed good in, in yeah. Google. And on, you know, Dogpile. But if you have a, at least a little bit of a unique name or use a unique stage name. Um, <laughs> you're laughing. What are you laughing about, Rob? Well, every time I look at that name, Dogpile, it makes me laugh. That's all. Oh, what are you thinking about? <laughs> dog poop or what? <laughs> of course. <laughs> but, you know, I had to bring it up. Yeah. So Sorry. you know if you're so so if you if you want to have success as a podcast uh, search engine maybe you ought to be in doing meta searches on the search engines on a list of podcasts maybe that's the maybe that I just gave something away and and pull in some uh, links to uh, play some content right in your search yeah. results right yeah yeah what a novel idea oh that would be cool wouldn't it jeez yeah. <laughs> And yeah, so anyway, so we'll, we'll talk with them and I'm sure there'll be some, they probably received $25 million of venture capital yeah. and they've, uh, of course. you know, they've got some plan to, to rule the world. I, I did have to laugh because, uh, Rob Walsh emailed me a couple of days ago and him and I had both gotten spammed and, uh, by a certain new podcast provider. They, the podcast provider was encouraging Rob and I to move our shows over to their platform. So... <laughs> So we were, we were chuckling about it and, yeah, and, uh, we started a pool. Um, Rob, uh, Rob took a date and I took a date and we have a, a, a gentleman's bet on, uh, on, on the pool. So, um, you, you know, if you're going to email all the no, podcasters, all the podcasters in the planet and spamming them, at least do a search for Libsyn.com, do a search for rawvoice.com, blueberry.com, spreaker.com, stitcher.com, and remove those addresses from the mailing list. Yeah. Did you get one from them too? Did you get an email asking you to move your show? 
What's the name of the service? I'm not even going to say their name. They don't. Not they're not name. worthy yeah. of it. <clears throat> oh, I get those kind of emails. Yeah, I mean, ever so often I'll get one. So I, I can't remember if I got one here recently, but. And what's funny is they're getting dogged. I probably in, just deleted it. They're they're getting <clears throat> dogged in the Facebook communities about it because people are like, "Did you see this spam?" And yeah. and. Yeah. 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 What can you say? You just, it just, it is entertaining, but, uh, okay. That's cool. <laughs> well, Todd, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of similar. I still get, uh, pitched from PR companies that want to place authors on my podcast that I used to do that I stopped doing in 2006. Oh, this, this I'm still getting, getting pitches. This show didn't make the list, but Geek New Central did. Geek, I'm getting daily. Hey, can you have such and such on your show? And I reply, I have yeah. a I pre-cut now. Um, <clears throat> Geek New Central is not a not a interview show, but I yeah. do do a show at New Media Show. If the person has something related to podcasting or in the podcasting space, email me we back. Will consider. All right, yes. we will consider. But you know, they don't even do the. And I said, update your database, please. This show doesn't take, you know, Geek and Center doesn't take guests. It's a solo show. Yeah, it's just amusing when a when an agency pitches you to be a guest on a show that I stopped doing 11 years ago. Oh, that's, that's. <laughs> yeah. It's just being a, being a part of a spam database. Yeah. That's what it is. Yep. And you basically, they're getting paid to, oh, we're reaching 82,000 media people. And yet, uh, 31,000 of them are dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Not a lot of value there. No, no, not at all. What else was in this stack here? Let me look in this list. Oh, a little bit of rumor about oh. Facebook audio, Facebook live audio. It's supposed to be you know, some word it might be coming. So. Uh. But it's podcasting, Todd. Didn't you know that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> podcasting is coming to Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, have a, I have a big announcement for you, Todd. <laughs> hey, the more the merrier. That's right. Yeah. Well, what we learned, though, what we learned at uh, PodCon, people are, that's where they're, that's where they're putting their shows. They don't need a, they don't need a dot com. Uh, my, my, my fan base is on Facebook. Why do I need a website? That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's true though. That's exactly what they said. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or on, or on YouTube. Mm -hmm. the... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What, what else is in my little stack here? Um. Everyone's announced their holiday support hour notice. So, and we're so. So, Todd, are you? Uh, what are you hearing about uh, Pandora these days? Yeah, I don't. There's no crickets in Hawaii. I'm hearing crickets. Oh, okay. Are you hearing right. something? Oh yeah. Oh wow! I guess I'm not on the. I'm not on the on the call list here. You're not on the call. Well, you made some comment. I I think it was on Facebook that this past week was a big week for you with the uh, with reporters. Yeah, I'm talking to a lot. Of, well, I'm on reporters list. I'm not on media companies list. Oh, I see. So yeah, I was all over the place, like every day, doing a couple of interviews. So for you know, a couple of them have posted, and and then some more coming. 
Yeah. Talk. So what kind of stuff are they asking you about? Just about the space. A lot of, you know, end of year wrap up uh, articles and, you know, what's the future and, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah so it's, you know, okay. Um, but, uh, you know, lots of, uh, lot, lots of the uh, interest around the IEB podcast measurement guidelines that came out. So I did a couple of those. Yeah. But, um, you know, the thing, when you are, for those of you that are, if if you get a chance to talk to a reporter and as you're talking, you hear them typing, uh, be very careful. Be careful. Yeah. Um, be very careful because they are, they're writing word for word what you are saying. And, you know, and when they ask you a question off the top of your head and you're, you know, be, be, um, be willing to pause. And and I always tell the reporters if they ask me questions, less, let me, let me think about that for a second. And I will, you know, I will take 10, 15 seconds to formulate what I want to say. Um, and then if I say something during that answer and it, and I always try and I want to clarify and I always make sure that I reemphasize the main points of the response. Cause they won't get it. You're, you're going to say this 32nd dialogue and they're going to take from that 32nd dialogue. They're going to take 25 words and put that in the article. So you need to make sure that you emphasize the segments of that answer that you have yeah. just given. Um, and I even asked them, do you understand what I'm saying here? And I actually made them come back and sometimes even respond to me so that I know where their mindset is um, because there was one thing in one article I was like, Oh, that wasn't a hundred percent what I said, you know, but again, I probably didn't clarify enough. Um, they're just collecting information. They're, they're like sponges and uh, they're looking to write their, you know, 500 word or thousand word story and they got to get it out there on a deadline. Um, and you are the expert that they're talking to. So, yeah. What is your experience with reporters, Rob? Are you, it's kind of the same, same thing. Yeah, you kind of have to be careful with them because um, a lot of them aren't very knowledgeable about this medium, uh, and they can easily get the wrong idea of what you're saying. So you have to just make sure that that they that you've set it up for them where it makes sense to them, uh, even though they. They have no experience with mm -hmm. podcasting oftentimes. Now, some some of the reporters I've talked to have been podcasters or are podcasters, um, so w w which is helpful. Um, but like you say, Todd, especially at, at the bigger media companies, they're typically not podcasters. They're, they're, they're journalists. Yeah. Um, and you have to be very careful how you phrase things and how you say things. And you have to – I mean – and guys like in our positions in this medium, we get into relationships with a lot of different companies and we sign NDAs. Um, so we have to be very careful what we say and how we say it in context to others out there. Um, you know, and it's, it's a little bit of a delicate walk. Um, I think the, yeah, I did an interview here recently about my time at podcast one. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 
I had to walk very carefully on that one. So, um, just, just because of what was going on there. But, um, but yeah, it was, you have to be very careful and it comes from years of experience doing, speaking to reporters too. I mean, um, <clears throat> you just have to be careful. Yeah. So Eileen, we're, we're on YouTube every week. So I didn't know if you knew that or not, but we dual stream every show. And uh, actually there's a chat room at newmediashow.com forward slash live where the, where the, uh, where the YouTube uh, live stream is at where you can actually chat with us over there versus the very horrible YouTube live, uh, uh, chat ability, which just, you know, just sucks. Sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, uh, well, Todd, and one of the reasons that I, <clears throat> I just bring up generally Pandora is cause some numbers came out here from the IAB talking about the size of, um, of those, of these big media brands, you know, Pandora, Spotify, Snapchat, Apple, Facebook, uh, iHeartRadio, all those in the context of, um, um, access of those services via mobile device. Mm -hmm. So you think about that in the context of, um, which of the platforms could be the biggest for consumption of podcasts, right? So, so you look at, um, um, Obviously, Facebook and Google sites are, you know, really big, right? So, and then, but the next largest, as far as time, minutes spent on mobile in June of 2017 shows Pandora is, is second um, behind uh, Google and Facebook. So, and then, and like, um, it's like almost three times the size of Spotify. As far as time time spent on mobile, um, so you start thinking, you know, Spotify's getting into podcasting more and more, um, but um, there's a lot of bubbling right now around Pandora right now, and they're three times the size of Spotify. So, um, if if those folks can can come in and support podcasting in a better way too, um, that would that would give us access to a much larger pool of potential mobile listeners. Um, than even Spotify. <clears throat> well, you know, I think people are having mixed bag success with Spotify, you know, so. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But, uh, you know, that's a topic for another time. I'm, you know, in the process of, well, I won't say what I'm doing, but yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, NDAs and being careful and watching out yeah. for sensibilities and, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm in the same boat, so. You know, there's a, and you know, the, the days of open and working openly and talking about what you're doing, they, they that's not the approach these companies take, you know, and, uh, it's, it's too bad really. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't talk details about it. I, I tend to talk kind of big picture stuff, so, you know, so without getting into very much specifics, right. um, you know, about you know, their opportunities and the scope and whether or not it's working or not, you know, those kind of things are, are, are topics that are okay to talk about, but uh, it's just, you know, getting into the details of strategy and what they're doing and, and what's happening with them. And uh, they obviously don't want that kind of information discussed. Right. The reason we're on for Sunday is Rob and Todd uh, had a, 
oversleep and a technical malfunction yesterday. So that's why we're on today. That's why we're doing yeah. the show today. Yeah. And uh, everyone that's been on the chat, thanks for saying hello and checking in and commenting in Facebook. But, you know, that's one thing is, 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 and Eileen saying she's watching on her Mac, uh, is that if YouTube could ever figure out how to make the social part work better. Um, you know, if you do YouTube live with the phone, the, it's really, really well. But when you do YouTube live with RTMP, RTMP stream, the live the live function is not that good because if if I go into live chat and I say, uh, hi everyone now, uh, I don't even know if, uh, if anyone will actually even see that. Do you have to refresh the page to see it? Uh, I don't know if I do or don't and I can't type. So, but So someone has uh, said, I don't know who Beauty Bubble is. I don't know. Is that Eileen? Is that you on uh, on YouTube? No, it's a different person. Okay. I, well, I don't know if that's her YouTube name or not. No, um, it's it's not Eileen. It's okay. Someone else. All right. So I yeah I did see that. Uh, you know that's the only thing I saw in there from a from a chat perspective. So you know, can, you know as compared to. Uh, you know, what we're seeing on Facebook. That's the, yeah. and that's a big challenge with these. It's just hard to get a good mix, you know? And then we've got, you know, just a couple of people in the chat room on newmeshow.com forward slash live as well. It'd be nice to have a centralized place where everyone from all platforms could, could make comments. Yeah. Agreed. Todd, you need to get some more sleep. Yeah, you know, I don't know why I'm yawning. I got plenty of sleep last night, so. <laughs> yawning on the show. <laughs> Put everyone else to sleep. All right, what else is in the stack here? Um, interesting comment from a guy named Terry Gross. He says, I wouldn't have had a radio career had I gotten in later. And I think that's mm. true. It's basically these radio guys are understanding that... Uh, the times are changing. Yeah, they they wouldn't have been able to build a career on radio. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. They would have had to start out in podcasting. Yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Now, if the firings continue, the there's going to be lots of job opportunities over at uh, at uh, public radio too. <laughs> oh, let's see here. What else is in the list today of, yeah. of stuff to talk about? I think that's about it. It's, you know, it's kind of a slow week, news-wise. Oh, just, it is, yeah. Yeah, because it's definitely the holidays. It'll kick. It'll be kicking next month, for sure. Now, I know that there were some articles that came out um, about predictions for the new year. Oh, podcasting. Yeah. Let's get podcasting predictions. Let's do we want to do that see. on this show, or do we want to do this on next Saturday's show? Um... What's next Saturday? Next, well, no, you're gone, aren't you? Not next. next I'll still be here next Saturday, so we'll be able to do oh. one more show on the thirtieth. On the thirtieth, well, let's just plan on doing it then. Yeah, we'll do a whole. We'll spend the whole ninety minutes, or as long as we can talk, <laughs> talking about predictions. But you know, I think this has been. If we want to reflect, I think this has been a pretty good year, um, business wise for us. It's been a, a fantastic year. 
I can't complain yeah. whatsoever from a business growth standpoint. So, uh, but I will say that, um, you know, the, the bar to entry of starting a podcast has never been easier. So I, I think that, uh, that's part of it too. And, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So there's, there's a bunch of, um, articles. I just did a search in Google under podcasts, predictions for 2018 and mm -hmm. um one is off of a off a site called pacific content um at blog.pacific-content.com horrible domain name um and it talks about the number one prediction podcasts embrace hollywood and major media <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh are you kidding yeah. me yeah exactly and it's it's a bunch of you know, it's a, it's the public radio crowd, um, uh, wondery number two prediction, new podcast genres and show formats. It's from the director of the, the digital audio for ESPN said that. <clears throat> and number three, and of course, Chris Peterson from iHeartRadio is listed in this group too. Um, you know, and Mr. Audible's in here too. So who talks to the indie base? So the, uh, the, they talk to the one, these folks. they talk to the 1%. Prediction number three, Apple analytics and rad and better measurement. Oh Didn't God. you know that? Oh, really? <laughs> rad. Brian, Brian Moffat from. From NPM. I am getting National some feed. I am starting media. to get some, some feedback on Apple Analytics, though. Yeah, I am getting some feedback. It's not all positive. Yeah. Yeah, I think my bandwidth slowed down. Oh, you're you're cutting out a little bit. What did you say, Rob? Yeah, you're I'm I'm getting a slow connection right now. Oh, okay. Is that on your end or? I think so. Or is it me? Could be me too. Yeah. yeah. It, so sure. it's, oh. it's, uh, you know, so the, I think podcasters are, I'm just surprised they've been as quiet as they have been on the Apple podcast analytics. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I just don't think there's much going on there. A lot of people don't, even, of you know, a lot of people don't even have any data. There's nothing there. It says not enough info. Yeah. You know, a lot of it's shows still are in seeing beta. It. It's still in beta. So there's not a lot of, a lot of stuff going on there. What's funny is I looked at the data for a couple of hours the first day and yeah. now it, it just re. <laughs> All right. So I'm just going to say it. It reconfirms what I already knew. That's the thing that's for me. It reconfirmed what I've what I what I already knew about the audiences, so, and and that could be why not so many people are talking about it. Yeah, I, 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 I that could be, you know. And the number four prediction off of the site is the year of smart speakers, and and it has the you know a comment right next to it on the headline called or not. Or not. <laughs> well, when smart speakers get to 5% um, combined, 
when they get to five percent combined, we'll start being more excited about it. You know, yeah. but uh, it's been very hard for a single category of content cons- uh, devices to break out above five percent. It's because everyone is tied in with their mobile phones. The consumption continues yep. to be on their mobile devices. And subscribed listeners, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, downloading. Oh. <gasps> yeah, can't can't have that. Yeah. Um, prediction number five: growth in brand advertising and branded podcasts. Yeah. That might be the only thing in that stack that's possible. Yeah. Or a given. Yeah. I don't know if I've got any predictions. I have some hunches on what's going to happen. So I have some hunches so, on, and I don't want to get into it because we're going to do that in the next show, but it's kind yeah. of fun to lambast these, these other predictions. Yeah. James Cridlin, you know, he's the audio futurologist. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. He writes in here, branded podcasting will grow as brands begin to understand the power of literally word of mouth. We'll probably hear a little less about Squarespace and mattresses and meal kits in 2018. The advent of more metrics should ensure that advertisers begin to take podcasting more seriously. There may, may however, be an issue of scale, particularly with host read advertising. Oh, there's not a problem with scale. <laughs> there's a... Yeah. 150 million available downloads every month with host red ads just from my network alone. (laughs) You know. So here's a quote from the vice president uh, of uh, Spotify studios and video, Courtney Holt um, on the, on the commercial side, pod will go from still a buzzy platform to one that traditional marketers can see as a viable and predictable way to reach hard to reach and engaged audiences. Those brands who have, have been early have seen such positive impact, but as the format scales, so will the commercial framework and partners. So he calls it pod. Podcasting, his term is pod. Okay, so so let me just ask you a question, Rob. So you have your podcast over there on Spotify, and they run an ad in between shows. Do you get a piece of that? No. Oh, no? You don't? You don't get any money for that, for running ads uh, butted up against your show? No. Do they... um, are they are they running ads uh, mid roll of the show anywhere? Are they are they cutting into the content and rolling ads? No. Hmm. Okay. So is is Spotify going out and uh, offering podcasters ad deals to do host red stuff in their show? No. Hmm. Okay. Uh, who's going to make out making money on podcast on Spotify? Those that run host read ads are the only ones that are going to be able to monetize um, podcasts on Spotify. Okay. All right. That makes makes sense. That's it. It's got to be baked in. You can't Mm -hmm. do any dynamic ad insertion or anything like that. Yep. Okay. So 
So is so in other words, and 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 Spotify's got to pay the bills. So Spotify's going to get their piece, and uh, podcasters are having their content over there to be heard by hopefully a new listener base, maybe. And uh, the only way they're still going to get paid is to have ads in their shows. Okay, got it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so the monetization piece isn't probably going to change for podcasters. The content creators, the ones doing the work, the one there, the independent voices, the the folks that are uh, you know the listener, the uh, I mean the he's the talent, the general manager, and the sales uh, guy all in one. They're they're just going to have to do what they're still going to have to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay to some degree. Mm-hmm. I'm not you know. Um, dynamic ad insertion isn't for everybody and isn't, you know, it's not the end all of monetization in this medium. So it's it's one option that people have, but there's a lot of shows that don't opt in for it. Yeah. Eileen saying her prediction is two podcast hosting companies will fold. I can say that every year though. (laughs) (laughs) And they have folded every year. Yes. And I don't think we're um, quite two a year, but. Uh, well, there's been so many new ones that have been added. I guess, you know, you could probably come up with a new term, um, pod host fade. Oh. <laughs> or pod uh, pod host model, monetization model change, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you know the one the one good thing is that these small sites have actually got going for them is that they're when they're starting out the big shows are uh, such that they've been around long enough they know that's probably not good idea to go over there and, and work with them because they may put them out of business. <laughs> yeah, hey Todd, the the number six prediction on this website oh. says new revenue streams, mm. and what they're talking about is, but. I don't know if this is new. I don't think it's new at all. It says more live shows, tours, and podcast festivals will pop up all over the place. Well, the, these people are are predicting what's already happening and been happening for years. Right. <laughs> so I don't know what's what's new about this in 2018. I, I think if someone really did the math and looked at, okay, for example, um, let's say 10 shows come together. They rent a venue in yeah. their town. Uh, first of all, you got to be in a city big enough to have enough listeners in the town to come see you. Yep. I would almost bet that no one has made any money on any type of live fan event. It's, it, to me, the podcasting space is so global and audiences are spread all over the, over the planet. I don't know how you can, unless you've got a city focus show, how you can, or a big event like uh, LA Podfest. And, but it's still, I bet you those shows don't make money from that. There are shows. I've, I've gone to shows <clears throat> actually that have been part of, part of the speaker platform that has, have performed live shows in like theaters. Right. Uh, in Seattle, they, they travel to Australia, they go to the UK, they, 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 they go around and they do live shows and they, they typically will have um, three to five hundred people in their audience, and they pay tickets and, to get in there to do that. Yep. Okay. People get people pay like twenty bucks, thirty bucks to get in. 
Um, I've been to some of these shows before and, and they do make money from them. Oh, so are they storytelling shows or what kind of shows are they? Are they mostly comedy shows or what are they? Comedy storytelling are big parts of it. Um, it depends on the demographics of the program. Um, comedy tends to be ones that, uh, do, do well in live venues like that because people typically on Friday nights or something like that, or Saturday nights, they'll, they'll want to go and go to something that will entertain them. Like, right. I mean, a lot of these shows will be like, a kind of like stand up acts somewhat. Um, so certain genres definitely benefit from, from live programs. And, and I know that a lot of the slate podcasts have been doing this for many years. Um, those are political shows. So, but those are also kind of a little bit political satire type stuff too. So, um, there's a lot of kind of like making fun of things. I mean, if you're in like a, like a genre that's political, you, you know, there's, and you have a certain genre, you can, you can make fun of certain aspects of politics and make it a comedy program. Right. Um, political humor has been around for eons. So it's, it's nothing new. It's just, uh, you know, that type of thing from what, from what I've been seeing, I've been kind of dabbling around with this live show stuff for a long time. Um, so I don't see it as something new in 2018 or something that's going to be any different than what it was in 2016 or 2017. I just think that certain genres of shows are going to be able to, to pull it off and do it. Mm-hmm. I do agree that we're seeing more podcast festivals than I, we've ever seen before. But the, but that was something that happened in 2017. I think it's just going to continue in 2018. Mike says uh, in the chat room says, "What's new is that the shows that have been put on for years now aren't theirs or their convention with a smiley face." So I I don't know if I completely understand his point here. Yeah, I don't understand either. Yeah. Um. So what's new is the shows have been put on for, so some of the shows that are doing these have been doing them for years. I would yeah. assume that's what he's saying. Oh yeah. yeah. And they're okay. As related to this particular article, there aren't theirs or their convention. Okay. So yeah, maybe that's yeah. what he means. So what and else, what other enlightening things are they saying in this article? They, well, the prediction number seven, there's eight predictions here. So we have one more to go. Uh, is the industry will consolidate. Mm. That's what they think is going to happen next year and going mainstream. So we're Mm. Todd, you know, we're going to go mainstream next year based on these folks. Fantastic. It's only, how long has it been? 13 years? Okay. I think we've been mainstream for like the last 10 though. Yeah. So I, 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 I think yeah. so too. As far as consolidation goes, anyone that's out there, that's got a check with lots of zeros on it. I'd love, love to talk. Um, yeah, absolutely. You, you, you yeah. come with cash in hand and, and enough zeros on the end of a check. Be happy to talk to you and, and, uh, talk about some consolidation. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's, there's more people with quotes in here saying that, uh, I see a lot of consolidation happening in 2018 mm, existing okay. bigger players will continue to buy smaller ones. Oh. So the big fish are going to buy the small fish uh-huh. and it's going to be ever increasing pace. It's going to happen more. New players will enter with large checkbooks mm. 
uh, and acquire small to medium-sized companies in an attempt to gain a foothold. Long okay. story short, a lot of money will be spent by people hoping to dominate the podcasting space in the new same way that Netflix, Netflix currently dominates television. So and YouTube dominates uh, online video. So Rob, was there any uh, any acquisitions this year? Uh, well, Block Talk Radio by us. Okay, so that's a big one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What else? Uh, hmm, can't think of any. Yeah, me neither. Now we did a little mini a acquisition. It really wasn't like any major. You know, it wasn't like. You know, we wrote a check, but it wasn't like, you know, millions of dollars, you know, and we bought a website, but, you know, I don't know if you can, does that account as an acquisition? I guess it does. Probably does. Yeah. yeah. So, so you had one, we had a mini one. Um, and, and Apple bought audio search. Okay. Yeah. So. Dot, dot CH. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, well, that's about it. Yeah. So lots of acquisitions in 2017. So lots of cons lots of consolidation uh, happened. Lots, lots, Todd. Yep, yep. So you know, uh, again, if you I mean, are, like, we're going to combine with you, and then you're going to buy up Lipson, mm -hmm, and then sure. Lipson's going to buy up Spotify. Yep, yep. And we're just going to have this this Netflix of sure. a company that's going to come out from this. Yep. And then oh, and then Rob uh, from Scripps is going to come in and buy all of us. Okay, that's hey, that's even a better idea. So okay. And believe it or not, he's probably the only one that could. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So. Yeah. Oh, but uh, the the CBS radio and the intercom folks merged. Oh, okay. On that, the radio side to create the second largest podcasting company. That's right. So we can't forget them. Second largest. Yeah. It's behind... Uh, I believe it is. Uh, who's who's the biggest? Well, uh, oh, NPR. Oh, they're NPR the biggest. is the biggest. <laughs> okay, you may want to talk to ESPN. You want to talk about the BuzzFeed folks. You may want to talk to. I, I can, I can probably talk. Probably want to talk to Podcast One folks. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, mid roll. Oh, and, probably want to talk about mid roll. <laughs> yeah, in prediction number eight. This is from uh, a, a website. If you want to go read these as well, you know, go go have fun. Uh, Blog.pacific-content.com. Mm. Um, prediction number eight. This is the final prediction. Um, I tip my Swanee hat. Um, <laughs> shifting distribution strategies and new competition for Apple. Oh. Did, didn't you get the memo on this one? Shifting content distribution strategies. Shifting. Shifting distribution strategies and new competition for Apple. Mm, so this guy is definitely public radio, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And we already know Google's coming. They're going to do something. Oh, yeah. They are. They're playing catch up, and when now I think when Google decides to play catch up, look out, the Heinz Ketchup Company. Uh huh. Yeah, Google's gonna gonna take over the ketchup market. Yeah, we will see what happens with this. Yes. So one quote in here it says here, um, 
people talk a lot about discoverability in 2017. Did they, Todd? Um, but there will, or uh, but there was little progress made on the discoverability front this year. Lots of problems in discoverability. Don't you know that's the number one problem in Pontiacin right. right now? Discoverability. That's right. Now, this quote is from a reporter that, that is speaking of, of reporters from Digit Day, mm-hmm. uh, said in 2018, platforms are going to put a lot more energy in, in to try and chip away at Apple's dominance. Pandora, for example, is hoping to build a music genome-esque recommendation engine for podcasts and spoken word. Apple, in turn, made a defensive acquisition to hold its current market share to buy up Pop-Up Archive, which is what we're talking about, uh, PodSearch, and much much the way it uh, <laughs> bought Lala to protect iTunes, once dominant market share for the digital music market. All right, Rob, you need to bookmark, uh, we need to bookmark every one of these prediction pages. <laughs> and, and then um, when we're at the end of 2018, we need to come back. So I think we should hold ourselves to the same standard. So on the next show, and we talk about our podcast predictions for 2018, we should make a little bit of a list. So, you know, make your list, okay. I'll make mine. And okay. then we will... Um, we will throw our predictions into the same pot as theirs. And, yeah. and at the end of 18, we'll come back to a show just about like this, and we will read our predictions and see how our batting averages as compared to um, these folks' batting averages. Yeah. But, Todd, theirs is going to look so much more optimistic than ours. <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs> you know, in all honesty, I We're am, always throwing uh, cold water on stuff. Uh, I am optimistic about the space, though. We, I am, too. I am, too. You know... The, just we, in a different way. Yeah, we've had consistent, steady growth. Every reporter that I talked to this week wanted to say, has it, has it been amazing the growth of podcasting? I said, yep. The, the, the ongoing steady, consistent growth of podcasting since 2004 has been fantastic. And boy, they hate it when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Darn 2% growth every month. Just not, it's just not worth it. Todd, why are we involved in this medium when it's only growing at two to 4% a, a, a year? Well, I think we've, we're probably bigger than 2 to 4%, but... Are we now? Uh, really? I don't know. I don't know. I'm looking at stats here, actually, on this exact document, on this particular predictions. It oh. actually has has the the infinite dial research, yeah. right? Uh, it says monthly podcast listening um, from year to year to year to year to year, right? It shows back in 2008. It shows nine percent of the of the uh, I guess percent of listening to podcasts on a uh, on a monthly basis. Yeah. Right. Percent of the population. It was nine percent. Yep. 2009 was eleven percent. Yeah. That's two percent. Um, going from 2009 to 2010 was twelve percent. Mm-hmm. So it only went up one percent. 2011 it was at twelve percent. So it stayed the same. But going from 2011 to 2012, uh, it went up to 14%. So it went up 2%. Uh, 
And then in 2013, it dropped 2%. It went down to 12%. <laughs> and then in 2000, from 2013 to 2014, it went up to 15%. So we went up 3% wow. that year. That was fast growth. Yeah. And then from 2014 to 2015, it went from 15 to 17%. So Ooh, we we're getting 2%. somewhere, aren't we? <clears throat> That's right. And then from 2015 to 2016, wow, 4%. <laughs> okay. And then from 2016 to 2017, it went up to 24%. So it went up 3%. So we actually declined by 1% okay. in our growth. Path. So what does that tell you, Todd? It, I think my statement was holds true. Strong, consistent does. growth. <laughs> Strong, consistent growth. That's right. <laughs> but it's not a hockey stick. If you look at this pattern of this, it's like, it's climbing a like hill. A, yeah, it's like climbing a very flat hill. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, okay. We've had a lot. That's of enough here. sarcasm today. Yes. Sarcasm yes, indeed. For, for one episode. Yes. Okay. So we are optimistic about the space. We oh, love yeah, podcasting. Yeah, yeah. We we're seeing it for the long term, not seeing it for you know the short term here. And it, what's amazing is. We're still here, and a lot of people are not. Yes. You know, so that's, I think that's a big, big, big delta um, between, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Well, I will pull together my list. Okay. I'll work on mine. My, my, I did, uh, just to set it up here, I, over, over the last couple of years, my predictions have not been as lofty. I I tend to have an evolutionary view of this, not a yeah. groundbreaking view, because nothing in this medium um, groundbreaks anymore. You know, and I, I've had predictions, and I think actually one of the predictions that I, I think one of the timelines I gave, and we'll talk about it next week, but I I was looking at the progression of things, and I'm thinking uh, something I thought would be a little bit further ahead than it is, is not. It's not tracking as fast as I had even, so my internal prediction was like, it's a little behind. And, uh, so yeah. So, you know, I don't have, I, if, if I knew the future, I would, uh, not be doing podcasting. I would be, uh, manipulating the stock market. <laughs> that's right. You got about a 50, 50 chance of getting it right anyway. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, so. uh, Hey, the future is Bitcoin. That's where the future is. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, if you had Bitcoin, you just lost thirty three percent of your investment last week. <laughs> no, not if you bought it at eight. <laughs> oh, that's true. It depends on where you started. That's that's a good point. Yeah, and I feel sorry for all those people that bought pizzas with their eight dollar Bitcoin. <laughs> multimillionaires ate pizza. Potential multimillionaires use their Bitcoin to eat pizza. Would you yeah. not just want to like put your head through a, a sliding glass door? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, I think right. we've gone along, haven't we? Yes, we have. So we need to get out of here. I have uh, the gym closes at noon today. I have an appointment with the tread or uh, cross trainer, so I have to go hit that and get my last workout, and so that I can eat Christmas uh, cake tonight. So. Ah. For those okay. of you that for those of you that have any reference to Japanese uh, uh, slang, you will have just chuckled. So I will just leave it at that. 
So uh, anyway, thanks so much for being here. It's Todd at Blueberry.com, uh, at Geek News on Twitter. Love to hear your commentary, your thoughts and processes. Or you send us your predictions, too. We want to hear your predictions. We'll read your predictions, too. We'll see if you do better than the than the experts out there. Rob, where can I get yep. through to you? Uh, Rob at Spreaker.com and, or Rob at RobGreenlee.com is great. And I'm on Twitter, too. So that's a great place to reach out to me there, too, um, at Rob Greenlee. It's been our pleasure bringing the show today. And we stayed live on all three systems today. So uh, the one gigabit internet here seems to be holding, even though I only have 35 meg up. But it's all good. Hey, everyone, thanks for being here. Everyone have a great Christmas. If you, uh, I hope you had a great Christmas if you listen after Christmas. And we'll be back next Saturday with the predictions for 2018. Yes. All right, everyone. See, That's you, right. see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.